Welcome to Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast. We're so happy you're here today to learn about how to create fresh perspectives on profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your small business. And today we're going to have some fun. We are going to talk about things that are going to blow your mind, but I'm, I'm going to hold off on that a little bit. I like to say hi, business rock stars. We're back again, and this is awesome. My name is Maggie Mongan, and I am your host today. I'm a tenured master business coach and growth strategist for almost 20 years now. I am the CEO of Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc., the coaching practice specializing in guiding small businesses to optimize their business performance and leadership. Now, here's something that if you've been following us, you know. I'm all about improving the underserved small business sector. And I honestly believe small businesses are the accelerant of our economy, so much so that inadvertently I created a number one best-selling business book series for small businesses. Now, don't worry, we'll share more about that just a little later. But most importantly, I would like for you to know I didn't do it alone. Like all good things are never done by yourself in a silo. So I invited tenured experts to join me in the authoring process. And today we have with us one of our number one best-selling business authors, Nancy. Well, when she was with us in volume one, she was Nancy Lucchese, and now she's Nancy Schwab. Welcome, Nancy. Oh, thank you, Maggie. And I guess I too, like everybody else, evolves. So, <laughs> thanks for having me here today. Yes, you do evolve considerably. <laughs> I love that. Everyone, it's important for you to know who Nancy is because she works with small to medium business owners to help them bring their mobile app idea to life so they can scale their business and thrive in today's digital world. Oh my gosh, that's so essential. I'm glad you're doing that, Nancy. Mm -hmm. Yep. I, I think it's, it's just a cornerstone right now. It, it's amazing what's going on in the mobile app world. And we're going to talk about that in a moment, so I can't wait. So everyone, I want you to know that uh, we have this wonderful number one best-selling book series for small businesses. It's titled Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. And the subtitle is Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity, and Finding Peace in Your Business. Now we have at this moment of recording, we have four volumes that have been published. Nancy was an author in volume one, which is the beautiful blue sapphire cover. They all have the same title. So the distinction is the color of the cover. So Nancy, go blue. Go blue. Go blue. <laughs> go blue. And Nancy wrote the seventh chapter in volume one. And it's titled what, Nancy? Unleash your mind, unleash your growth with an exclamation point. And she delivered that. I'm really thrilled that you're here today because there's so much chatter about mobile apps these days. And there needs to be chatter about that. But the marketplace might be talking about some things that aren't factual. Matter of fact, some of them are even myth. Can we crack down some of those things and get to the thick of it? Yeah, let's, let's do it because mobile apps are on the rise. And they're really the new way to do business. So let's let's have at it. Yes, they are. Full disclosure, Nancy's developed two of my apps. Mm -hmm. She's she's going to talk about one of them in a little while. 
Okay, so let's let's start up. My first question is really simple. I'm somebody who is a small to medium business owner, and I have an idea for a mobile app, but I don't know where to start. I assume I find a developer first, yes or no? No, that's the short answer. Okay. The, the longer answer, which we'll get into a little bit more, is that that's like the fifth or sixth step. Most, most people would think that's where you start. I have an idea. I've got to bring it to life. But in reality, there's three, four key features that you really must do first. And in a nutshell, it's you got to do some market research. Mm-hmm. You've got to look for similar apps. And then you've got to lay out your flow and your features. And probably one of the most critical is how are you going to monetize it? How are you going to make money with your app? And I, I, I think that people are myths by this. I, I see this question posted all over social media. And that's exactly what it is. They say, I need a mobile app developer because I have an idea for an app. And it's really not where you want to start. I got an idea. I need a developer. Wrong. <laughs> you're jumping ahead and you got to do all the steps if you want to really make it work for you. Okay. So I love that because it's, it's one of the best practices when you have a business idea, right? Um, if just a generic business idea, like, hey, I want to start a business. Well, okay. You need to go do your market research. You need to do some competitive analysis, and then you need to figure out if what you have, if there's a need for it, and if it's something that can financially sustain you. Right. And and one of the stories that um, I share is when I was looking for what avenue to bring what we now have as our book series to life and its full brand with the app and the podcast and the summits that we've done, I didn't want to do a book. Wow. I just didn't want to do a book. I thought there were so many more cutting edge ways to do this, like podcasts or video YouTube channel, something like that, you know, more, more 21st century. And all the research came back and said, guess what? You got to do a book. Need to do a book. And there were different reasons for that. It doesn't matter. And I was just like, huh, we need to do a book. Mm -hmm. So we did a book. And a podcast. And a mobile app. See how it's a, it's a trend. And a summit. <laughs> and a summit. <laughs> or two. Yeah. 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 So, you know, we, we took the concept of what the market research revealed, and then we also had the more contemporary ways that people digest um, content today. So it's really important do the market research or you might miss what and how you should show up. I love this. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So can we talk a little bit more about market research? Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. it is similar, but there are some differences that you do. With okay. Uh, so, so Nancy, mm -hmm. what does it look like when we do research for a mobile app and do we hire a marketing firm? Oh, a short answer on the marketing firm is no, not, not yet. I mean, really, you don't, you can do this yourself. Okay. What you should do is because if you don't completely understand the market, you're not going to be able to hire the right professionals 
to be able to bring your idea to life if you don't even know all about your idea and all about the background. It's no different than your business. And there are a lot of parallels between getting a business, just like you said, you know, starting the market research, I have an idea and now what? So the first thing that you do about your market research is you just start hunting around the uh, the internet. The one thing I'm gonna tell you straight out, I guess there's two things. One, no, you don't have to hire a marketing firm. And two, you don't have to keep asking your family and friends because I love family and friends. I, I believe that they are the support that we need. However, a lot of times they try to protect you from yourself and they try to discourage or they don't completely know unless they are an actual professional. You want to hit advisors and professionals in your field or the area that you're looking to grow in or even the areas that you might be missing. So stop going to family and friends, but do turn to your business associates and also turn to the internet and put some polls out there on, on Facebook. Everybody loves polls or you can run some surveys on Google, but you wanna start researching to find out if there's even a market. It, it might fit for you, but it may not fit. And there's been cases where I've heard people's ideas and when I ask them about the, the market, uh, fitness is one of the areas, right? And you want to, they say, oh, this is what I'm looking for in this fitness. It's like, well, okay, where did you, well, I asked a couple other guys at the gym. Well, you know, mobile apps, you're competing with 3 million apps on the store. And then some, I, th I think that number's even grown since I looked it up last. And if all you're worried about is, can you serve a very small sector? You need to decide if a mobile app is the best way to produce that material or that content. Like you said, were you looking at, you were thinking a podcast and it ended up being a book series, last thing from your mind. You know, it, it might be as simple as having some of uh, uh, like a, a website or different tools that are out there already. You don't know, but you don't need to spend money on this doing the market research. Do it yourself. Well, I like, I, yes, I like that. Do it yourself so you can learn. It's just like if you're going to start a business in a new industry, you have to go self-educate, right? So we need to self-educate in the world of mobile apps. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. Okay. So do you want to add more to that or can I go on to my next question? No, go ahead. Let's, let's see where your next question leads. I, I always love your questions, Maggie, because they, they just kind of start sprouting ideas in my head. So how do I see if there's other mobile apps out there? Oh, you know what? That is, that's really part of your market research, but it's a critical part. So first you have to decide if you even have a market, right? Right. So you've decided that you do have a market. Now you have to see what else is out there and the play stores right there. That in itself is one spot to start, uh, whether it's the iOS store or the, the Android store. And you most apps are on both platforms, not all, but most are on both platforms. So you don't need to necessarily research both. However, you do want to see if there are other similar apps out there. Now, I get a lot of people who say, well, if it's out there, then it's not for me. And that's not necessarily true. 
because look at it, there's Grubhub and there's DoorDash or there's Amazon, Walmart, Target. They're all in the same industry, but each one provides something a little bit special. So yes, you wanna see if there's other apps out there because that helps validate that there is a market for this. Right, proof of concept. Proof of concept, correct. And it also shows you if there's saturation. So if there's too many, so it's both ends of the, the spectrum of is there an app out there already that is doing what I need this to do? Or is there no app out there doing this? Possibly something similar. For example, uh, the um, somebody who has an idea for fitness, you have to ask yourself, why aren't the big guys doing it? What's different? So if ah. some of these bigger guys are doing it, well, you still might be able to market because yours might be a little unique. But if they're not doing it, ask yourself, why? Why are some of the big players not doing this? And realize, too, that the idea that you have isn't necessarily going to be the idea that you're going to end up ultimately bringing to life. So you may have these grander ideas. I wanted to do this and this and this and this and this. You start working with us and we kind of bring you down a little bit and say, what is it going to take just to minimum, minimal viable product to get it out there in the market so that it can continue to sell? And then you add to it. I always use Amazon as the example. What was Amazon when it first started? Books. A bookseller, right? Right. Now look at them. If Amazon started with the way they are right now, nobody would go to work. They, they wouldn't do business with them. They would say, no, I have the local store. Why do I need this? And now right. look, at they're the anchor stone of how people are consuming, getting their goods and their con consumables right now. The other thing is a lot of people think they have to get an NDA right away. Oh my gosh, I, before I say my idea to anybody, I have to get a non-disclosure. Well, we sign them all the time. We don't care. But a lot of developers won't. And it's not because they want to seal your idea. It's because there's, they know that there's not a lot of meat behind it. You have to ask yourself some very specific questions if you want to have an NDA signed. First of all, are you even going to have the funds to legally hold somebody against it? Second of all, <laughs> are you, so, so if you can't go after them, what's the point? Second of all, do you really want to work with a developer who's going to steal your idea? We are not in the business of stealing other people's ideas. That's not how we make money. We would be out of business in a moment. So right. yes, we're always happy to sign them. We don't have a problem with that. But realize that your ideas are good. You can hold them sacred. And how are you different than what's out there already? And you're not going to know that unless you see what's out there. Okay, so back to the make sure you know what's out there. Mm -hmm. Okay, thanks for telling us how to do that and a little bit about unpacking that so we can do it intelligently. <sighs> okay, so I have this idea. It seems like it's a, a good idea. You said the third point after we do market research and we look at similar apps to discern if it's there or not is layout. How right. do I do the layout? Do I need to hire a designer? Oh, what no. I, okay. No. no, actually, in all of this research, when you have a mobile app idea, you don't need to put money into anything until you have validated it enough to know, okay, I have something here. 
But the reason why you want to have some kind of a layout, and they don't have to be fancy wireframes, it literally can be on, on a cocktail napkin and say, this is what I'm thinking. And just have your notes and have your clarity. Because if you don't have notes and clarity of where you want to go with this, the next steps are going to be kind of tough to do. <laughs> so even And realize too, that what you lay out may not be what actually comes to life. And we find this all the time during development. I know that sounds odd because it's like, oh, but it's my idea. I want it. When you work with us, we tend to give you suggestions and ideas based on past history of other clients we've worked with and said, we've tried this. This is why it doesn't work. We've done this. This is why it doesn't work. Or, hey, we've done this. Do you want to look at this? And they get all excited going, oh my gosh, I never thought of that. You're not the professionals. We are. Right. And we're going to help you with what works, what doesn't, what we've seen, what cost factors are involved for certain things. But if you don't have that laid out with how you want it to look and feel and flow and have that in your mind, you can never bring it to life. Everything you have starts in your mind. Right. right. Mm -hmm. So spending money on a designer when you hardly even know, it's not necessary. And it's something that can come further along in the process. Now, at the same time, as part of your flows and features, you do have to figure out how you're going to monetize it. Now, monetizing your app does not necessarily mean that the app itself is making you money. It could just be a simple lead gen. So we've worked with coaches, consultants, and other feature, you know, people along those lines that are using it. It's free apps, but they're generating income because these people are now doing business with their coaching services or they're purchasing product from them. So the app itself is free, but going on to the next step, they're monetizing it that way. Or maybe you have another app that's a service app for people who are, uh, you know, like a, how right now we're, we're working on one that that's a gifting program, right? So it's for consumers. Well, the consumers aren't going to necessarily pay to have that app on their phone, but instead they got sponsors. That's another way to monetize your app is get other people to sponsor your app. Um, more for you, the Brookfield Chamber, uh, local chamber that we work with here, the app More For You is nothing but sponsors presented in such a way that it's helping the consumer. The consumers don't realize that they're seeing all kinds of ads because they're not flashy. They're not disruptive. It's not like you're scrolling through an article and you tap something, it takes you away from it. It's just basically saying, this is our businesses in the area. Would you like to do business with us? It's inviting, but they pay to be there. And that's how the chamber is monetizing it so that they can help their businesses and they can help themselves. But the consumer, it is a free app. So there's ways to monetize it. And then there's flat out those that are memberships, those that need to be memberships. We're about to launch one right now that has a free part and it has a membership piece to it. So for added bonuses and added features. Free apps that are downloaded are some of the most successful. However, it doesn't mean you can't have a membership paid inside so that it can monetize itself as well. And I'm really excited because that one should be launching within the next week. And so it's, it's gonna be a fantastic app 
that's it's going to help change the world. So if anybody wants to know what that is, you have to send me a little message and I will send you the link as soon as it's live. I promise you, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you which one it is yet, but it has a membership area. So those are just a couple of things. You want to have a good layout, realize that it's going to change, realize that you don't have all the ideas, but you're the core idea person. You get this from all your market research that you've done. You've looked at other apps. We have one right now that we're developing because the guy said, well, there's this app out here and pardon me, it sucks. And I'm, I'm not going to give away which app it is. And he said, this has to change. And it's funny because in his field, he went and consulted with a few other people that are very influential in this field. And he said, this is what I'm looking to do. And they all said, good, because this one over here sucks. Oh. And so from that, you know, from pain comes the fact that we now have a solution. So right. problem, no problem. So do you need a designer? Nope. Okay. We don't need a designer, but I got a basic layout in my mind. I've scribbled it out. I've done whatever I've done to get it out of my head mm -hmm. and to share. And I've done all this other work that you said, research, development of the concept, make sure that it's something out there that is viable. Mm -hmm. Is it time to hire a developer yet? Almost. Oh. <laughs> this is where I invite our listeners to talk to me first. Okay. And the reason why is because I help people find the right developer. And you don't know what you're looking for in a developer. I've had this more times than not where people come to me and say, I hired so-and-so, but now the app isn't working. They were either offshore, nothing against offshore guys. I think they're great. It's a matter of you finding the right developer that's going to fit your needs and bring it to life. And that's what I do. I help people figure that piece out. So you're almost ready to hire that developer, but you have a lot of work to do to make sure that developer is the right person. And I actually do a lot of the work for you as that's, that's my job. That's what I do as a strategist. And when you are looking for a developer, there's so many things that are important. First of all, are you able to communicate with them well? If you wanna work with offshore people, which again, they've got some great talent that's offshore, are you able to communicate with them in a way that's effective so that they can bring your idea to life? Well, I think that that's essential. Okay. Because we have the marketplace, we have small business owners that have an idea. And if they've done all of the steps that you said, it can still go wrong if they don't have the right developer. Correct. And we don't know how to speak developer speak. Right. Right. right? And that, that's what I do. I take English and turn it into geek and geek and turn it into English. So I kind of translate for people. And it, it is true because once you're with the developer, you're in it for life. It's not like a website that several people know WordPress, hundreds, thousands of, of developers know WordPress. And if you've got your site over here and you don't like that relationship anymore, you can just move it and they can fix it. App development is not the same. App development is different because it's personalized and it's coding. Yeah, you might be able to find the same coder, but now it's like finding that short wire in your engine. Who would you rather have do it? 
<laughs> the mechanic certified in Toyota to try to find that or the Chevy guy down the road that only knows how to do Chevys that were built in the 70s. Both are mechanics, but can they really find that right in that little spot? So the developer relationship is critical. critical. And you have the decoder ring. I do. I have the decoder <laughs> ring. I work with all kinds of different guys. They all own their own businesses and they all have their own talents. And when I hear people's ideas, first of all, I just help you discern if it's a good idea or not. That's, that's my consultation. You know, there's some people that I've said, no, this isn't going to work. Um, one thing a lot of people don't know is that Apple will no longer um, publish dating apps unless they are of a very specific, meet a certain criteria. Well, a lot of people don't know that. In fact, when I tell that to people, they think I'm nuts. And I've actually had a handful of people try to come up with a new dating app idea. Well, that we have a solution for that, by the way, just so everybody knows that we do have a solution and a workaround to be able to make that work on your iOSs. But the developers that I work with are of all different genres so that I know what talents to come out after I hear what's going on. So, yeah. Well, yeah. You, you do that. Well, full disclosure, everyone. Um, Nancy is my de developer of not one, but two of my apps. Mm -hmm. And one is free and one is monetized. And we have different people working on different aspects that Nancy's my, my person that I go to, but she's, she's figuring out who's best at what, depending upon what we're doing. And yeah, you, you know, ideas change from what we initially think, because you and your team say, oh, well, we can make this bigger. We can make it better. We can amplify this or no, that's not going to work. And boy, we've had a couple. No, that's not going to no. work. Great idea, but it's not going to work. Right. And, exactly. and I'd rather hear that than waste time and money building something that is already proven not to work. Yeah. And everything that I just talked about today, every single thing does not have to take any money out of your pocket. It takes a little sweat equity, but it does not take money out of your pocket. Even talking with me about your idea does not take money out of your pocket. Beautiful. So we have five things we need to do. The first one has three points of market research, similar apps, and do your layout and flow of features and, and how you think you can monetize it. Then you do all of that. And then you, and, and that's no cost. And then you reach out to Nancy again, no cost. So, okay, that makes sense. This is, yeah. this isn't complicated. No, at all. No. And now you're fully prepared to hire the developer that will fit your needs. Got it. Okay. So this is cool. Nancy, thanks for cracking this open and telling us the truth behind all the myths. So we do things in a proper sequence because as, as I say, there is a sequence to success. You can have all the variables, but if you don't put them in the right sequence, you don't get the same result. Exactly. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Wow. Okay. Um, love to talk more, but whew, I don't think we have the time. Nope. <laughs> All right. So listeners, um, this is how you can learn more and engage with number one best-selling business author, Nancy Schwab. Start by reading chapter seven in volume one. That's the blue book of brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner. And Gift your business 
by accepting the invitation to simplify your small business success that Nancy has at the bottom of her author's page at the end of her chapter. Nancy, what do you have there? Or is there something different you want to share today? No, my, my free gift to everybody is a uh, free consultation. And then I also on there have some marketing secrets that you can digital marketing secrets that you can download if you'd like. Uh, but really my gift is come talk to me. I love hearing people's ideas for mobile apps. I have fun. (laughs) And you're good at that. All right. (laughs) Okay. So thank you for that. And then, um, at the, after your author's page, we also have your business page where we have all your social media handles. And then we have something really special. We have this thing. And do I get to say what it is? Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely fabulous. Folks, okay. Download our mobile app. The brilliant breakthroughs authors have brought their brilliance together to create this tool and this resource for you in the mobile app, Brilliant Biz Book. It's all one word, just Brilliant Biz Book. And right there, you can connect with not only myself, you just go on to um, uh, the authors, tap the button that has my name and send me an email and I will personally answer you back. And every single author in the book will do the exact same thing. So no matter who you want to talk to. So thank you, Maggie. That is absolutely wonderful. Okay, so that's how you can get a hold of Nancy. <laughs> you know, um, we we have all of our authors, all different ways. One of the easiest ways is just like Nancy said, um, click Ask an Expert. You'll see her name and uh, drop your question to her and she'll respond back as will everyone else. Thanks for mentioning that. Uh, wow, Nancy, um, you've done several episodes. We've had you come on and share your awesome wisdom. And uh, all of those episodes are listed in the show notes. So anybody can go back and listen to them from the very beginning of when we launched. Hard to believe we're coming up on 200 episodes right now. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But I want to thank you for your time today. Your wisdom sharing is spot on. And there's something that you said that I'm remembering I want to address. In your chapter, you specifically address when you have an idea, make sure you're sharing it with the right people. Correct. And you you shared a little bit of that today about your app idea, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's, it's really important because that's, that's like a, a, a really sacred gift that we have that we need to hold and it's a treasure and we need to make sure that we're not just letting anyone and everyone understand it because they're going to go, oh, blah, 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 because that's what people do. So in the chapter, you talk about avoid family because family usually crushes dreams. It's commonly known, mm-hmm. um, unless they have the tenure to speak to ideas and business, right? Correct. Okay. And and you write about that very nicely in your story of, well, you have several stories in the chapter. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, Nancy's not just saying this now because she's being interviewed. She said that five years ago. Yes. And I practice it. it. Yeah, you do. You do. Um, 
So reach out to Nancy because she's a trusted advisor and she knows what she's doing. And I want to thank you for your time and wisdom sharing today, Nancy. Thank you. I want everybody to go out and have an happy day. <laughs> an happy day. <laughs> Okay, we will. And listeners, we appreciate you listening to Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast, where you learn about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. Shine brightly until next week.